In our culture, everything is based on success. But what is success? Who defined it? Who decided that success was the goal instead of fulfillment? What happens if we shake up that definition? What if we make our own definition of success? My name is Tony Grebmeyer, and on this podcast, I'm going to dig deep into the real stories behind success. Join me as I interview other entrepreneurs who've climbed up Success Mountain and have come back down to share their stories so you can succeed. If you're ready to join a community of other entrepreneurs redefining success and finding fulfillment, go to BeFulfilledLife.com and join the community. Now, let's dive into today's show. Hey there, it is Tony Grebmeyer. Welcome to another episode of Be Fulfilled. It is the real stories behind success. As you go up and down Success Mountain, sometimes you trip, sometimes you fall. And how do you get back up? Well, usually some good leadership around you to help you because nobody has it all figured out. But our guest is certainly one of those people who has seen it firsthand, learned a lot about life. He's got a passion for leadership and supporting those who want to make an impact on the world. Uh, He works with, well, it says a billion Africa as a mentor, a member of the International Advisory Board. Um, This is a gentleman right here who, I mean, global gurus, as a top 30 leadership expert in an Inc. magazine, as a top 100 leadership and management experts. So there's only one of them in the world. Please welcome to the show, Gordon Treadgold. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. So um, first and foremost, I asked one question out the gate to give everybody kind of a centering mechanism and then jump into the conversation. What is your definition of success? So for me, that's that's a great question, and I think I think one of the challenges with success is that if we allow other people to define it for us, we'll be forever chasing other people's goals and aspirations. And even if we achieve it, we might get no fulfillment out of it. So for me, the definition of success is: Did you hit the goal that you set for yourself? So if you know if I want to lose twenty kilos, did I lose twenty kilos? If I want to be a, a contributor to Inc., you know, I ran a marathon, my first marathon at fifty-two, and somebody said to me, "What's your goal?" I said, "I want to be alive one week after finishing it." And they were like, "Yeah, but it's, it doesn't count unless you do it in under four, five hours." I was like, "That that's your definition. That's not that's not my definition." So for me, we define what success is for ourselves. And if you let other people define it for you, then you're you're just going to set yourself up for heartbreak, uh, disappointment. And that could be even if you achieve that goal. So a slightly longer than you were expecting, but it is is important. Gordon, I love it. You know, uh, not just run the marathon, be alive a week after the marathon. I think so. So many of us set out to do something and we stumble and we fall a little bit, kind of like one of the ways of describing um, being an entrepreneur. Talk to me a little bit. I mean, you've had a lot of success. You're also a finalist uh, for Practical uh, Management Book of the Year. Let's talk Mm -hmm. about what you've been up to, because it sounds like you've got an extensive resume. Yeah, so so I have two careers. One of one of which is I'm a program manager, program director in IT, which is which is where I learned all about leadership. And then there's a second business, which is about me teaching, uh, coaching, speaking on leadership and also influence. And uh, you know, on the on the IT journey, I started. 
when I started my career, there was a, a very clearly defined path of you have to do, you have to be a trainee for six months, a junior for a year, a programmer for a year, and then you could be a senior programmer, and then a senior, senior. And I didn't want to do that. So I just opted to take on any of the toughest jobs available, because mm. if you fail, it's a surprise to nobody. If you succeed, now you're a superstar. So I've, I've always been a fan of um, taking on the difficult things, and I'm not afraid to fail. Failure is not something, for me, I don't think it, you know, obviously jumping out of a plane without a parachute is uh, fatal, but, you know, leading a project that doesn't succeed, it, you know, it, it's not fatal. You, you, can, you can live and learn, especially if it was something people thought would fail anyway. So, yeah. Be bold and go for it. No, it's interesting question that I got asked the other day. I just think it's perfect for us having this conversation right now about fear. How do you embrace fear as a leader too and just helping people through kind of the ups and downs? I think fear of what? You know, as I say, fear of failure. I'm I'm not afraid of failure. I I the only, there's, there's only one thing. <laughs> Apart from sharks, there's only there's only one thing I'm afraid of, and that is not doing my best. Mm. If I do my best and, and we get B and we fail, I'm okay with that. What I don't like is if I if I don't if if we fail because I didn't do my best, then that is something that um that I'm afraid of. But other than that, I think I think we just have to be we have to be bold. You know, the, there's, a, there's a great quote. Uh, I can't remember who said it. And that is that, you know, we've got to go out on a limb because that's where the fruit is. Mm. So we, we, you know, we've got to, we've got to take risk, got to push ourselves uh, and, and just understand that failure is, or not succeeding the first time is, is part of the journey. Anything that you aim for, that's ambitious, if you can achieve it at the first attempt, you didn't aim high enough. Mm. No, I, I, it's beautiful and I like it. And I want to say thank you because, you know, I've been the guy to jump off of a cliff before and I didn't really know 80 feet down what it was going to feel like. And then I sat there panicking and worried about what it was going to be like, oh my God, this water's going to be so cold. I, you can talk yourself in and out of anything. Oh, yeah. And in the moment, you know, I had a bunch of people saying, just jump, just jump, just jump. And, you know, I'm here to tell you I, I survived, but I'm also here to tell you I've watched people jump and be flight lifted in a helicopter out of there with broken hips and backs. So, um, you know, being an entrepreneur is scary. And, and I, I want to just commend you for, you know, I asked you, you know, how was your day? And you're like, I'm good. You know, I just got in. I'm drinking a cup of coffee. I'm here. We're, we're on a time difference. So where are you in the world? I'm, I'm in Spain. I, right. just, I'm here just in beautiful Colorado, and I know life has changed for a lot of us over the last year, year and a half. What have you seen change really in your life? Kind of as I don't want to mention and put too much emphasis on the global pandemic because I think personally in your industry, uh, IT. I mean, I, I see more business than ever. What are some of the things that you've noticed firsthand for yourself? So I I was really fortunate a year before the pandemic. Hit, I I was asked to lead a program for Fujitsu. 
And it was 100% remote. I mean, in, in IT, when I started back in the 80s, I could throw a wet tea towel over the team that I managed. And over the over the 25-year the period, it's got to be more remote, offshore, near shore. But there's always been somebody, you know, at least 20% that were in the same building that I could speak to. Uh, and But this was the first time I never got to meet anybody on the project. Um, so for me, that was a real opportunity to really lead, learn and understand more about leading in a remote environment where everybody's remote. And I'm a really um, engaging leader. And what I mean by that is, you know, there's a lot of talk about employee engagement, but it's the leader's job. And engagement is, it's a hand-to-hand combat thing. We have to go out and engage. I spend a lot of time talking to a lot of people. You know, I would go and have coffees with people. You know, I would I would have lunch on my own so people could join me at lunch. I would I would knock on their office doors. And what I found was that I had to up my game by a good 20 to 30% in the remote environment. So I'm somebody who's goes out of their way to engage, yet it wasn't enough. And I think um, anybody who you know is a fan of command and control leadership, who's having a lead in a remote environment, enjoy this last job of your career because you will be out of work and you will never find another job again. We've got to engage more. That was my. It. That was my. I love it. Gordon. What I'm going to do? I'm going to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk about. Um, your prove it approach. You wrote the uh, fast uh, four principles everyone needs to yep. achieve success and drive results. You mentioned also your finalist uh, for the Practical Management Book of the Year. So I want to talk about that when we come back. So stick around right here on the Be Fulfilled Podcast Show. Are you ready to break the mold? You know, so many people seem stuck in society, but you're not one of them. If you were, you wouldn't be listening to this. But I know for a fact that right here, right now, inside you, there's greatness. And a great way to help bring that out is the 12-week journey to fulfillment. So head over to BeFulfilledJournal.com and use the coupon code PODCAST and you get a special rate on us. It's our way to say thanks for listening. As well, there's access to a private community of entrepreneurs ready to support you and your business. That's BeFulfilledJournal.com. Hey, it is Tony Grebmeyer. We're back on the Be Fulfilled podcast show, Up and Down Success Mountain today. Our special guest, the one and only, if you Google him, you'll find him, Gordon Treadgold, uh, LinkedIn, Instagram, all those places that you'd love to, to look for a person. This is the guy. You know, and it's cool just getting a chance to just chat with Gordon today. I'm learning a lot of ins and outs. As a guy who runs a data company, IT is like, you know, you got to have a solid IT department. I mean, data today is is so important. But at the break, we were talking a little bit on the failure piece and having fearful kind of mindsets and and how also just to go for it. And Gordon, I thought your point was valid. So I'd love you to bring it up. Let's talk a little bit more about kind of that fear of failure. Yeah. So I was working at the port of Rotterdam and I was leading a $10 million project and DHL advertised for a $20 million program manager. And I thought, wow, that's that's a step up, but you know what? I'm feeling good. I'll go for it. And I, and I went to the interview, and halfway through the interview, the guy just said to me, "You know what? I think this is the wrong job for you." And my you know my heart kind of sank. I was like, "Holy crap!" Because I really didn't want to work for the port of Rotterdam anymore. 
working for a terrible boss and I wanted out of there. And he said, we've got this project and it's a hundred million dollar. And the, and the previous three project managers have all failed. And I think you'd be perfect for it. I mean, and I was kind of like, well, I want to be out of where I am. <laughs> so maybe, maybe I just take this and, and, and figure it out. And yeah, you know, I ended up doing that job leading, so I went from a $10 million project to leading a $100 million project. But if that had been the job advert, I would never have applied for it. Mm. I would never have applied for it. And yet I got there uh, and I was able to deliver it. And then my next job, I went and I was going to be looking at running one of two departments, which again was a step up for me. And then my boss said, oh, what we're going to do is, we're going to merge those two departments and you'll run both of them. And I was like, what? <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I'm trying to figure out which one of them is doable because one of them is definitely too big. And now I've got both of them. Uh, and, I, and I found a way and figured it out. And I think, I think a lot of us are much more capable of achieving more and doing more, but we just, we just, we, you know, we get that imposter syndrome. We, and we, we hold our, ourselves back and we, we just need to go for it. I mean, we talked about marathon running earlier. Do you know what the world record is for running a marathon day after day after day after day? No, but you're going to tell me, so I'm excited. <laughs> so in 2009, it was 50 marathons. An American ran a marathon a day for 50 days. And within four years, the Spanish guy ran 607 marathons in 607 days whilst working rotating shifts in a factory. Wow. We can all do more than we think. We've just, you know, we've just got to, we've just got to grow a pair and go for it. <laughs> I love it. Hey, you know, time is precious. And I always love to ask my guest if, if, if you could be asked a specific question, something that you were thinking about maybe today when you were at the bar, out with your friends, later today, you knew you were going to be on the show, something like on your heart, just something that you would love to just get, you know, just to talk about. So what's the question you mean? Well, yeah. Oh, what's the thing that you think about that you thought maybe today I'd love to talk about, but I haven't asked you yet. So if we're talking leadership, I, I think the, the, the thing I think about leadership is that there's so much BS talked about leadership and it's made far more complicated than it should be. And I think a lot more people could be, could be good leaders, even great leaders. And it's just about you know, putting people, the people that work for you in a position where they can be successful. If you do that, the people that will work for you will take the opportunity to be successful. Nobody goes to work thinking, you know what? I think I'll screw it up today. If they have an opportunity to deliver a great result, they'll take it. So if you if you if you want to be a leader, if you are a leader, just focus on putting your people and your team within you know, with reach of success and then stand back and watch them deliver amazing results. I love it, man. Hey, Gordon, I just got to say thank you. I know that uh, life is precious. Time is of the essence. One thing that I love to do with my guests, I bring them into what I call the fulfillment round, a bunch of random questions, no rights, no wrongs. You, you answer them the way you feel 
that you need to. Mm -hmm. So if you don't mind, all I need from you is I am ready. I am ready. And now it's time for the fulfillment round. No phoning friend, no using the Google machine. No digging into storage for the Encyclopedia Britannica's. And I promise, Tony won't make you cry. And if you don't know the answer, just make it up. The Fulfillment Round brought to you by ShipOffers.com for all your product and fulfillment needs. Now, Tony, you ready to ask some questions? Cool. I come to visit. You take me out. Where? What kind of food would you and I go to? What, where, where would be your go-to spot around your area? So I've moved to Spain and I wasn't a big fan of Spanish food, but now I absolutely love it. Uh, and I would take you to uh, a local restaurant, La Dos Lunes, and we would try a Valencian paella with rabbit and chicken. Rabbit? Sounds tasty. Rabbit. I'm sure it's going to jump uh, around in my belly. Um, <laughs> what are you reading right now or listening to? So I moved to, I moved to Spain in October last year. So at the moment, I'm listening to Teach Yourself Spanish. That's cool. How's that been? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm conversing with people. Again, you just got to dive in. And, and if you get it wrong, they'll correct you. They love the fact that you try. What was the reason for the move? Uh, we, we, were, we were living in uh, Belgium. And to, buy, and to buy an apartment in Belgium would have cost us $350,000. To buy an apartment one mile from the sea that's 2,500 square feet as a 900 square feet roof terrace, it was $110,000. Made a good, made sense. And I, work, and I work remote. That's good. So, so who, yeah. Uh, all right, so we know where we're going to go eat. You're reading something, learning how to speak Spanish. What's something you're up to this year of a challenge for yourself? What are you challenging yourself this year with? So I'm, I'm, I, so again, one of those things that I didn't think I could write and it held me back from doing it. And then when I started, I wrote 1500 blogs and got to write for Forbes and can entrepreneur. And I'm working with a good friend and we're building a course on how to be an influencer. And next Tuesday, I, I give a standalone module on how to unleash unlimited content. I'm a, I'm a mathematician by training, so I'm always looking at un, trying to find the secret formula within. And I have, a, I have an approach that allows me, it gives me unlimited content. And I'm, I'm going to be teaching that next Tuesday and then how to be a, an influencer shortly after. I like it. The day you are born and the day you die, whenever that is for you and me, they have a thing in between it called a dash. If someone was to visit the graveyard where you were buried, what would you want your dash to say? How would you want your dash to be read? I think he, I, I'd, I'd like it to say, um, Gordon was generous with his time and looked to get the best out of people. I like it. Well, man, I just want to say thank you for being a gift today to the world and to the show. Uh, you can Google Gordon Treadgold. You'll find him wherever you look for him because there's only one and that's him. And I got the honor of uh, interviewing him today. And I hope that you, you guys know no matter where you go, no matter what you do, Gordon's going to be there. I'm going to be there. You're not alone on your journey. No matter when you feel stuck, reach out, ask for some help, push yourself. As Gordon says, grow some balls. 
and go for it. And you know what? The magic happens on the other side of your fear. I can't tell you what it'll be like, but I can promise you it'll be a lot less scary if you go for it and you'll go, wow, that was easy. And then you can help somebody else go through their fear. Until next time, go make today the absolute best day of your life. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? Take the next step now at www.tonygrubmeyer.com. Enter your details to get the first week of the Be Fulfilled Journal for free. It includes access to our private community of thousands of other entrepreneurs. It'll give you more clarity and freedom in your day. And it might just change your life forever. Forever.